This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. revealed in creation, God revealed in His covenant names, God revealed in His Word, in His Son, and God revealed in us. So throughout this month, I hope you will be able to join us either here or online and uh, 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 hear what God has to say to us about God being revealed. You know, I think if there's ever been a time when God needed to be revealed, it is right now, isn't it? Because so often we hear and see everything but so little about what God is doing. So little, you almost would think God's on vacation somewhere. That God has, has left us to our own devices. But as we will see today, creation, even creation itself, is revealing the goodness of God, the love of God, the majesty of God, the care of God, that He is still right here, very present active and working in our lives and through creation and even in this nation. Somebody says it sure doesn't look at look like it. Well, maybe you're looking at the wrong thing. Amen? Amen. <laughs> you know, I said this about, you know, it doesn't take any, uh, you know, particular education or skill to be a critic. You know, you can, anybody can see what's wrong. Anybody can see the crooked picture on the wall. Anybody can see this or that. But, you know, it takes somebody looking through a different lens, the lens of God's love, the lens of faith, to be able to see God at work in a situation or in a nation and in creation. Amen? You know, creation of God's almost beyond the human imagination to comprehend. But Scripture is very clear that through creation, the Creator, God Himself, has revealed Himself. Let me share just a few, just a few, few facts. I, I mean, there's so many. Listen, in our universe, there's an estimated, get this now, two trillion galaxies. Now, let, get this. Containing a billion trillion stars. That's a lot of zeros. God spoke. Pow! Whoa, he might be big enough to handle your situation. <laughs> wow, <laughs> listen to this. You know that not, they say 95% of the universe is invisible. When you go out there, you ever been, especially if you get away from the ambient light, you get somewhere, boy, you, you go up. Uh, into the mountains or you go out west where the you know the humidity is very low and man you look at those stars and you're just looking at a tiny fraction of one of two trillion galaxies and you're only seeing five percent of it wow that's what my grandson says i picked it up from him it's a good expression though isn't it wow think about that listen our universe is not eternal. Are you listening? It had a specific point where it began. Science calls it the Big Bang. I know who lit the fuse. 
<laughs> they, they see the evidences of the big bang, but hey, I know who lit the fuse. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Now get this. Our solar system that we live here is so unique. Out of 3,500 systems that we know about, it's the only one with life. Very unique. It must be a special place. It must have a special place in creation. It must have a special place in the, in the, in the heart of God. And it's amazing, too, because, you know, compared to the expanse of the universe, I mean, we're just a tiny little dot. But God has his eye on this tiny little dot. And then on that tiny little dot is another little dot. That's you and me. And God's got his eye on us. We're talking about God revealed in his creation today. In his creation. You know, we need to look at that because you look around us, you know, and all the things that's going on, the political stuff and the economic stuff and the pandemic and all that stuff. Listen, that's just a moment in time. It's a blip on the screen. But some people are, are, are just, you know, they're so... Uh, caught up in it, they think, man, this is the end of it all. Are you kidding me? It's a boop. You know, if you looked away, you'd miss it. Listen to this. Our planet's oceans here, that little dot we're talking about, they contain 352 quintillion, quintillion gallons of water. Quintillion gallons of water. Now, you say, what's a quintillion? I'm glad you asked. It is a million trillion. So there's 352 million trillion gallons of water just in the ocean. Now, there are estimated one million different species. Now, not, not creatures in the ocean, one million different species. Wow. And for all you people who love bugs, 900,000 different species of insects. We're talking about God revealed in creation. And you know this, you know, everything is symbiotic. Everything is connected. Everything has its part and its place. And if it, you know, and if, and, and if something happens to one part, just like Paul said about the, the body of Christ, if one part suffers, that's the way God's creation is. He didn't create us to be an island to himself. <laughs> we all, of course, need him, but we need each other. This is God's creation. All right. So I thought you might be interested. And we haven't even got to the crowning creation yet. Man. Amen. Well, turn to Job 12. I thought you might be interested in some of those. There's a lot more facts, but those are pretty interesting, aren't they? Wow. We serve a big God. We belong to a big God. That sure puts our little problems in perspective, doesn't it? Doesn't mean that your problems are unimportant to God, but we realize, okay, when, when I see how big creation is, the God of creation, then I see, you know what? My problems, no problem. Amen. My problems, God says, no problem. And I've said this before, I'll say it again. God has no problems, only answers. You think God's stymied about what's going on in the nation? You think God's up there scratching his head and saying, man, I wonder what we're going to do now. 
God has no problems. He, there's no question. He can't, you, you can ask, He can't answer. There's, there's, no, uh, there's no need that you have that He's not big enough to meet. There, there's nothing crooked that He can't straighten out. He only has answers. Wow. So when you go to God, you know what He's going to give you? An answer. In Job 12, creation reveals God's power and majesty. Job is talking here, you know, he's talking to his uh, so-called encouragers here, you know. You ever had any of those come around? He goes on, he said, but ask the animals and they will teach you. Are the birds in the sky and they will tell you or speak to the earth and it will teach you or let the fish in the sea inform you which of all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this and his hand is the life of every creature and the breath of all mankind wow wow isn't God he's awesome listen he says Job says listen if you're puzzled about things he said he said, look to the birds, look to the seas. He said, even look to the earth. It will teach you there is a God of creation. There's a God of creation. You know, there is a thought that says, you know, all this just happened. You know, everything just fell in place, and it just, you know, it just worked out this way. I'm telling you what, you know, I don't have enough faith for that, Bruce. Then they talk about us being blind in faith. I'm telling you what. You know, it would be amazing if they just showed a simple chair like that on TV and said, you know what? This chair happened without anybody designing it, anybody making it. It would be the wonder of the world. Uh, we, we, got, we had cameras there in an open space, and suddenly, boom, there it was. But yet they want to tell us something as complex as the universe, as the stars, as the planets, as the oceans, as man just happened to fall in place. Wow. He said, go talk to the animals. <laughs> Amen. He said, they'll tell you. Even the animals will tell you. So he's the giver of all life. We're talking about God revealed. And listen, church, he needs to be revealed. People need to know about this great God. People are, people are perplexed, they're puzzled, they're, they're, some are hopeless and in despair. They need to know there's a great God. There's a great creator. He's full of majesty and power. We draw our life and our breath from Him. Amen? He's not perplexed about our times. You know? You know, we think, man, I'm telling you what, you know, all our computers and everything, and it is amazing. It is amazing what all it can do. But you know what? God's way ahead of the curve. I mean, in his database, he knows the name of everybody that's ever lived and is living. He knows the color there. He knows how many cells are in their bodies. They know how many hairs they've got and how many they've lost. I'm getting all my back one day. He knows every bird that's ever lived that's died. Boy, you, that's a big database, isn't it, Brother Bruce? See, God, God's way ahead of the curve. <laughs> He's not behind. He's not trying to catch up. Are you listening? All creation reveals Him as Creator. Look over in Isaiah. Isaiah 40. He talks about God in creation here. Isaiah 40, and we're going to begin about verse 12. Listen to this. He says, 
He has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand. 350, wait, yeah, 352 quintillion <laughs> gallons of water. God measured that out in his hand. Wow, that's a sip of, I can get a, you know, about a sip of water in your hand, can't we look at those oceans, we think, they're so vast, they're so deep, they're so awesome. God says, I measured that out in my hand. Come on. Or the breadth of his hand marked off the heavens. You know, used to, you know, the directors and all, when they were trying to get a scene, they would do this, you know. That's the way God measured the universe. Let's see. Oh, that's, yeah, about that size. Come on. Breadth of his hand, about like that. What do you think? Yeah, that looks pretty good. We're talking about the bigness, the greatness of our God, the God that we belong to, the God that made us, the God that redeemed us, the God of creation. Man, we need to be letting people know how big He is. Amen? Amen. Listen to this. Who has held the dust of the earth in a basket? Wow. <laughs> he weighed the mountain on the scales. I wonder what kind of, how big, big set of scales those are. Man, I'm telling you. I've seen some pretty big mountains. You probably have too. Says he weighed them in the scales. Isn't it amazing that that the Earth maintains its orbit? You got mountains over here. You got oceans over there. You got uh, you know all these skyscrapers built over here and all this built over there. <laughs> Stays right in orbit. <laughs> Says. Who, he says he weighed the mountains on the scales and the hills in a balance. Who can fathom the Spirit of the Lord or instruct him? Who has taught him the right way? Verse 15, surely the nations are like a drop in the bucket. See, we get all caught up. You know, we're finite beings. You know, we get all caught up in, you know, the news of today. Oh, you hear what the market's doing. Oh, did you hear what happened over here? Oh, did you hear what happened over there? And yes, it's tragic. But listen, we need to understand. We've got to get things in perspective here. You know, our nation's been a nation, what, about 250 years. We're young, even by man's history. We're a young nation. Anybody any raised any young'uns? You ever raised any kids? I mean, you know, they, they got it together by the time they was five or six, right? And especially by the time they hit 15. Boy, they really. But we look at things going on in our nation. That, I'm not to excuse it, but, you know, we're young. We're still working on some things. And, you know, there's still, I've still got confidence. You know why? Because there's a lot of people who love God, who know that God is big. We're going to remind people how big our God is. You know what? He can solve our problems. It's just a blip on the radar. Come on. He says, they are regarded as dust in the scales. He weighs the islands as though they were fine dust. Now, uh, let's, let's skip down for the sake of time. Uh, I want to go to about verse, yeah, verse 26. Lift up your eyes and look to the heavens. Who created all these? Who brings out, listen to this now, the starry host one by one and calls forth each one of them by name. A billion trillion stars 
And God's named every one of them. Wow. <laughs> Say that backwards. Wow. God's big, isn't he? This is the God you belong to. This is the God that we pray to. This is the God that we trust. This is the God that's redeemed us. This is the God that says he's going to cause all things to work together for your good. He can handle it. <laughs> Amen. Wow. Because of his great power and mighty strength, not one of them is missing. Hallelujah. Wow. God of creation reveals God's power and majesty. Man, sometimes you need to just, you know, get back out, get in your backyard or get somewhere at night and just look at the heavens and contemplate. God spoke all this into being. Wow. How big he is. One day he's going to speak and everybody that's in the grave is coming out. Getting a brand new body. Hallelujah. Boy, I'm going to like that. You won't hardly know me with all my hair. <laughs> I, got, I can produce pictures as proof I did once have hair. Lots of it. Creation also reveals God's goodness and grace. Amen. Every living creature. Let's look over at Psalm 145. Every living creature has its life from God. Amen. Listen, as long as God is, life is. So don't you fret about life because God, the Bible says, He is eternal. Amen. From the beginning to the end. And that's just references for our point of view. From God's point of view, there is, there, there is no beginning and end because He has no beginning and no end. So therefore, those are just reference points for Him to, you know, try to help relate us to relate to Him about our life. Psalm 145. Let's look there at uh, verse 15, 16. It says, The Lord upholds all who fall, and He lifts up all who are bowed down. All the eyes... The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at their proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. Now think about the billions of creatures on this planet, human, animal, in the oceans, in the lakes, in the streams. Every day, God supplies their need. Listen, you could, you could get Bezos, Elon Musk, and all the big shots all day. They couldn't do that with all their money. They couldn't feed them. But your heavenly Father feeds them every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Hallelujah. So I said, how does he do that? I don't know. Because he's mighty. Amen. Jesus, didn't Jesus tell us the same thing? He, he reiterated this in Matthew 6, didn't he? He said, he said, he said behold, he said, look at the, the lilies of the field, look at the birds of the air. He said, your Father provides for them. He said, so why are you, why are you worried about what you're going to eat? Where are you going to live? What are you going to drive? I'm paraphrasing. 
Don't worry about that donkey. <laughs> God's, oh, gas is going up. God's got it. Boy, inflation looks bad. God's got it. Taxes are going up. God's got it. So-and-so's, you know, in the White House. God's got it. So-and-so's out of the White House. God's got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we get all caught up in this stuff, but you know what? We need to be focusing on God. He says, Jesus said, don't worry about all that stuff. He said, your heavenly Father. I'm listening. I'm looking to God. I'm not looking to the White House. I'm praying for the White House. You should be too. But I want to tell you what. I'm not looking to them for the answers. I'm, I'm, I'm trusting in God. I'm, I'm not leaning to my own understanding, and I'm certainly not going to lean to theirs. But I'm going to trust in the Lord, this great, mighty God, this Creator who feeds every creature every day. And He says, you're my special ones. He said, I'm going to take good care of you. Amen. Cindy and I, our grandson, we're getting ready to go visit him. But, you know, uh, we love our kids, but we take extra good care of the grandson. <laughs> Y'all, you grandma, I see you nodding. I see Y'all know what I'm talking about. I mean, <laughs> and God says, you know what? He said, I'm going to take care of everybody. But he said, my kids, my kids, my kids. Amen. Something extra in your stocking. Amen. Absolutely. He provides for everything. You know, He revealed Himself, and we're going to look at this when we look at the names of God, about God revealing Himself to us in His names. But, you know, Jehovah Jireh is one of those. The God who sees ahead and provides. Listen, He knows what you're going to need tomorrow before tomorrow ever gets here. He knows what you're going to need next month before next month ever gets here. Let me just share this with you. Why don't you just pray and believe for a whole year supply instead of every day? Get out ahead of it. You say, I don't know what's going to come. You don't know what's going to come next week. I know that, but you go ahead and pray and believe for it now. There's, time is only a construct of the human existence. But you know what? We who are connected to God, we can move out beyond that. And by faith, we can move out and begin to believe God, you know, for our needs to be met for the next six months. He provides for every living thing. Listen, God's not cheap. I mean, let me read this again. Look at this. Two trillion galaxies. Why didn't he just make one planet? Boop. And one star. Boop. Some people, that's their view of God. Well, you know, I wouldn't want to ask God for too much. Yeah, I know it. I'm telling you, man, anybody that owns two trillion galaxies, they probably couldn't pay that car payment. (laughs) Amen. Listen, God is so great. God is so big. He has to humble himself to dwell even in the universe. Hey, this is how he measured it. Yeah, it's about one universe. (laughs) Mankind, 
Turn to Psalms 8. Mankind is his greatest revelation in creation. In creation. Amen. See, Jesus wasn't created. He's always been. So I, just so you understand that, okay. Man, greatest creation. Psalm 8. Let's look over here in Psalm 8. We know this in Genesis. It says that God said, let us make man in our image. Amen. And here in Psalm 8, notice what it says here. Uh, and I want to, let's, <clears throat> let's, let's go down to verse 3. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, wow, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, or human beings that you care for them? Now, some people see it, read this, and they, they read it, you know, out of their lens of, you know, well, what are those worm humans that you would, but see, I read this, and I think, think of his majesty, the majesty of the universe. Think how great it is. Think how huge it is. And then he says, but as big as that is, what must your man be that you pay special attention to him? You've made them a little lower than yourself. Now, I know some translation says angels here. I think they got scared because the word there, angel, is Elohim. It's translated God at just about everywhere else. You made them a little lower than yourself. You crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands, and you put everything under their feet. Flocks and herds and animals of the wild, birds in the sky, fish in the sea, you know, all of that. And, of course, we know that in Christ Jesus, even the demonic powers are under our feet now because of his triumph. Wow. God made us to rule and reign over the earth, not being servitude to it. Somebody's always worried about this is going to run out, that's going to run out, this is going to run out, that's going to run out. Honey, it ain't going to run out until God has said so. I'm all for being a good steward. Don't misunderstand me, but it ain't going to run out, honey. (laughs) God ain't finished with it. It ain't going to run out yet. Amen. You know, the human brain is part of God's crowning creation. Listen to some facts about the human brain. You know, the brain is the most complex object in the known universe. We're talking about what is man that you should be mindful of him. Listen to this. The human brain contains a hundred billion neurons and a quadrillion connections. That's a, that's, all appear in this tiny little space. (laughs) Amen. Uh, how many connections does a computer have? It ain't got that many. <laughs> so let me give you, let me put these numbers out there so you can look at them. Uh, it, uh, uh, 100 billion is 100 with nine zeros. Can you see that up there? Yeah, there, see all those zeros? And then a quadrillion, that's the one, that's got 15 zeros. We're talking about what is man? Most complex, the brain object in the known universe. Listen to this. It has the power to form languages, create culture, art, music. It has consciousness or self-awareness, the ability to learn, to understand, 
to reflect on the universe, on its creator, and your part in it. What an amazing thing this is. Amen. But to me, one of the most amazing things is that it has the capacity to receive information and enlightenment from the Spirit of God Himself. Now, let me prove that from the Scriptures. 1 Corinthians 2. Turn over there. We're talking about God revealed in creation. In creation. Wow. God's big. God's power. God's majesty. God's grace. God's goodness. He provides food for every living thing. He provides oxygen for every living thing. Jesus said he causes the sun to shine on the just and the unjust. He brings rain on the just and the unjust. Amen? God is a good God. His goodness is seen in all His creation. We need to, we need to, to look at that. Paul even said in Romans 1, he said, by, by, through creation, he said, man can know and should know that God exists. He said, but because of the darkness in their minds, he said, they have, uh, uh, you know, they have put God out of their life and they have focused on the creation more than the Creator. Boy, if, the, if ever there was a time, if that was true in, de, in his day, it's sure true in our day, isn't it? We've elevated God's creation above the Creator. We've even said that creation created itself. I mean, that's really basically what we're saying in evolution. I mean, you know, this, this, this big mass, where did that come from? <laughs> I mean, I was taught, you know, in basic science that, you know, matter can neither be created nor destroyed by man. So, okay, where did that where did that first big mass that exploded and made up the universe, where did that come from? <laughs> Creation didn't create itself any more than that chair created itself. You go to some uh, uh, museum like the Louvre in Paris or somewhere, and you go and you look at those great masterworks, you know, by different artists, Da Vinci and others, and you say, wow, isn't that amazing? That paint just fell on there that way. <laughs> wow. Now, that would be something to see, wouldn't it? <laughs> All I want to know is where the paint come from. Where'd the canvas that it fell on come from? Who, who put the, where'd the frame come from that came around it? <laughs> anyway, First Corinthians chapter two. Listen to this: what what eyes has not seen? Verse nine. What ears not heard? What is not? No human mind has conceived the things God has prepared for those who love Him. These are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches, <clears throat> excuse me, searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? Amen. In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. And what we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand. Where does understanding come? That's in this brain up here. What God has freely given to us. This is what we speak. What God has revealed to us. We have the capacity to commune with God and to receive understanding, insight, discernment, enlightenment. 
from the Spirit of God so that what we may know and we may speak and we may act accordingly so that we are not limited by the seeing, touching, feeling, and, and uh, you know, and all the, uh, thank God for it, but for all the experts, and, uh, you know, uh, the wisdom of all the experts. You know, the experts are constantly changing their assessment anyway. You know why? Because things are constantly changing. Amen. But God can speak, you know, God, when God speaks about a thing, that's the way it is because he knows everything from the beginning to the end. There's no, there's no change that's catching God off guard. Amen. He knows what's going to happen in the economy tomorrow, next week, next year, 10 years from now. If the Lord tears 100 years from now, he knows exactly what's going to happen in the economy. You think God's up there going, wow, did you see that? How did you see that coming? <laughs> no, no, no. And here's the thing. If we will take time, to be with Him, you know what? We can know more about what's coming in our own personal life and, you know, and also even in our nation. We'll know better how to prepare. We'll know better how to pray. Why are we always getting blindsided? When the Spirit of God has come to reveal to us, didn't Jesus say when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will show you things to come? Wow, how valuable would that be? Amen? You know, maybe we need to turn off, you know, whatever it is you watch, whatever, you know, news feed you're watching. Turn that off a while and listen to the heavenly news network. Amen? And he can give you tomorrow's news today. Wow. Talk about a station. So what station you listen to? I'm listening to that, you know, that God Good News Network, the God News Network. I'm hearing about tomorrow's news today. I'm hearing about next week's news today. I know how to pray. I, I hook up with God. Instead of always praying after the fact, why don't we pray before the fact? Wouldn't that be something? We're talking about God revealed all this month. Today, we're talking about God revealed in creation. He's revealed in creation. I, I hope today that we remind you, that you're reminded how big your God is, how great He is, how mighty He is, how powerful He is, how wise He is. His understanding's past finding out. I'm telling you, he, His resources are beyond measure. I mean, this is the God that you belong to, that we worship. And you're His kid. Hallelujah. No wonder Jesus said, why are you worrying? What are you being anxious about? Hallelujah. Glory to God. I mean, if you owed $100 and you had $10 billion in the bank, would, you, would that bill keep you up at night? No. It wouldn't, would it? God is mighty. He's infinite. And he's all-powerful. Let me give you some points here real quick to consider. Let me ask you some questions. A question. How big is your God? Here, here's the thing. 
your, your actions, your attitudes really demonstrate how big your God is in your mind. Oh, I couldn't sleep last night. I'll tell you, Pastor, I was up. Oh, man, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't, you know, I hear people talk that. You know, they never talk about God. It's just, I don't know what we're going to do. The problem's this big and that big and this happened and that happened. And, you know, and I mean, they, they can go on and on for 10, 15 minutes. They ain't got to God yet. No wonder you're up. No wonder you're all anxious. No wonder your stomach's tied in knots. I, you know, I've told you th- th- this illustration before, but I remember, you know, being in New York City, uh, you know, visiting there. And, you know, you can go up and, in Chicago at the Sears Tower, same way. And, I mean, man, I've been at the top of that thing. And, you know, especially in the Sears Tower, they had the way they had the, the plexiglass clear. You could stand like just like this and kind of lean out a little bit, and you're looking straight down. But you know what? No. <laughs> Don't worry, you won't fall. But, but here's the thing. You know what? And you, you realize, you know, what your size is compared to that thing. But you know what? If I get far enough away from it, if I keep backing up enough, you know what? I, whoop, I'll run into the lights. I can hide the Sears Tower, the Empire State Building. I can hide it behind my index finger. That's what a lot of people do with their problems in God. But you know what? As I move closer to that building, everything comes into proper perspective, doesn't it? As I move into the presence of God, and I'm there with God, all of a sudden I realize, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the devil said what <laughs> is he bigger than your needs this God of creation this God that said yep that's about one universe there you know some some scientists even speculate that there's more than one universe. You know, the good news is we're going to find out one day. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is he bigger than your needs? Take time to contemplate God in his creation. Before you get all twisted up, before you get all jacked up about, you know, the Congress did this, and this one said that, and they did this, and they did that. I mean, you're, you know, all you're doing is just letting what people say and think and do, you know, they're just run, running your life instead of God running your life. Think how big He is, how awesome He is. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to pray for you right now. Maybe you're facing a difficult situation in your own estimation, in your own resources in your own strength in your own wisdom but i've got good news for you this god of creation this lord jesus christ who is your savior and lord who died for you that you may freely have access to all that god has his wisdom 
His forgiveness, His insight, His resources, His power, whatever it is that you need, I want you to see your need and perspective to this great God, God of creation, God of salvation, the God to whom you belong. He says, God says this, is there anything too hard for me? <laughs> God's only got answers. you got problems, he's got answers. So why don't you just come to God with your problem right now and let him be your answer. Father, I pray right now throughout this room, whatever the need may be, that we will see it in proper perspective. Because next to you, it is as a drop in the bucket. Lord, I know it's important to you because it's important to us. But God, compared to you, how big you are, how great you are, God of love, all that you are and all that you have, Lord, you've given to us in the person of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. We trust you. We trust you to meet that need. We trust you to bring salvation to our loved ones. We trust you to bring healing to our body. We trust you for the provision that we need. God, you own it all. You own it all. You are the creator. You are the mighty God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Now just give it to him. Just give it to him, whatever it is. Just give it to him. The Bible says cast all your care. That means you, you got to cast your care, you got to give him your problem. Because if your problem's gone, your care goes with it, doesn't it? <laughs> Amen. Just give it to him. Say, Father, here it is. Father, here it is. You're, you're more than enough. You're more than enough. You're El Shaddai. You're Jehovah Jireh. You're the God of all creation. Billion trillion stars, and you call them by name. What is man? Your great creation made in your image, your child that you gave your life for. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Well, did you give it to him? Did you give it to him? Is he big enough? He's more than enough. Hallelujah. Enjoy his peace. Have joy, have rest. Hallelujah. You're more than a conqueror. Amen. Jesus went into the ring, won the prize. You get the prize without the fight. You're more than a conqueror. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.